everyone. My name is Jessie Shook and I am an elementary education student here at Western Washington University. Um, this coming fall I'll actually be starting my student internship quarters which I'll actually be able to be in classrooms and kind of get the ropes of being a teacher. So I'm currently in the major of language literacy and cultural studies here um, and that program is all about embracing diversity and promoting social justice within the education community. Um, my major is geared towards English language learners, which we call ELL students. So my podcast today is going to include a bit of those kiddos. My topic for my podcast is the importance of pronouncing names correctly, especially those ethnic names. And those ethnic names usually come from those ELL students and people of color. So every resource I used will be in the description of this podcast. Um, so the importance of pronouncing names can literally be directed at any human being in this world because we should always be pronouncing names correctly and everyone could use a little work on that. But today I'm kind of directing this more towards teachers and educators. Um, and you can take it as you want, but that's my goal is for teachers and educators to really listen to me. So for those of you who do not know what a microaggression is, which trust me, I didn't know either. I actually had to Google it. Like I've heard the word before, but I, it's remembering what it meant was difficult. So the Google definition is a statement, action, or incident regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of marginalized groups, such as a racial or ethnic minority, which Hello, ELL students, they're usually sometimes immigrants um, and their families moved from a different country to America. So that includes them. So pretty much mispronouncing ethnic names is a microaggression, um, usually the intentional kind, because, you know, a lot of times people don't realize they're pronouncing it wrong, but we're going to get into that. So names represent culture, language, and identity. So mispronouncing those names actually strip those kids of their culture, of their language, and most importantly, of their identity. Um, and using the term that they're too hard to learn to pronounce only gives the impression that you don't care about the person. The students who get their names butchered, they feel less worthy. They feel less important to you. They feel invisible. They honestly, they, they feel embarrassed too, which is a lot of the times why they don't speak up when you pronounce it wrong because they're embarrassed that you're pronouncing it wrong and don't want to correct you because hello you're the authority and ELL students are the students who I mentioned before were um, brought to America so they come in knowing little to no English so imagine hearing your name being mispronounced imagine coming from a foreign place barely speaking the language and you hear your name constantly being mispronounced you would for sure feel less important compared to your classmates. And the mispronouncing coming from your teacher, a teacher who is supposed to be guiding you and helping you and helping you, you know, fit, I don't want to say fit in, but helping you feel like you're normal again. That is what would really, really bug you, which is why, again, they feel embarrassed to correct you. So one of the TED Talks that I watched to help me put this assignment together was about a man who moved from Mexico to the States when he was nine years old. 
and his teacher couldn't pronounce his name. So what did she do? Instead of asking him, she went down the attendance. She couldn't say it. She, she tried to, but she butchered it. And then she goes, hmm, Jerry? Guess what his name is? Gerardo. But because his teacher couldn't say that, she just said Jerry. And since that day, he was called Jerry throughout his entire education career. In the yearbook, his name was Jerry. And he said in the moment when his teacher did that, he, he remembers feeling powerless, but that was about it. He kind of just got used to it. He didn't really try to change it. And he says now, he's older now, obviously. He said, looking back on it now, it makes him feel dirty. It makes him feel like a fraud ashamed and he remembers just still feeling power powerless like how could he get away with that and he is just one of the many many immigrant kids and people of color whose names get erased from their identity because people don't take the time to learn something or excuse me learn the pronunciation so how can we fix this well some of them some of the uh, research that i did I found some tips, but if we really want these kids to feel included, to feel worthy, to feel accepted and feel important, then we need to start taking the time and learning their names. It's not that hard to do, and here are some of the ways that I found. So the obvious first step is to physically ask the child, um, and when you ask them how to pronounce their name, you can't just kind of like brush it off and laugh and say, oh my gosh, your name is so hard to pronounce, because guess what? That takes you back to square one. They feel embarrassed. They feel less worthy. They don't fit in. You need to be respectful. Um, and here's a sentence that I got that is actually would work to being respectful. You know, you just kind of walk up to them and you say, hey, I want to make sure I pronounce your name right. Can you tell me how to pronounce it? And that helps the student feel at ease. They realize that, oh, you want to pronounce my name right. You want to help me. And guess what the next step is? Repeat it back to them. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Repeating names back to them is so, so, so important because they can correct you as you go. And on top of that, you need to give them permission to correct you anytime you get it wrong. So if you're calling their name out in class and you get it wrong, they can correct you and they don't have to feel embarrassed about it. Permission is so, 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 so important. And another great way to nail down your na their name would be to say it often pretty much any time you can, in a mirror, at home, in your phone, write it down, anything. Because when you keep saying it, you know, the whole phrase, practice makes perfect. Well, then yeah, practice it, and you'll be good to go. And of course, you might slip up a few times, but then they can correct you. Um, thinking of an association helps too. I don't know, I mean, you would have to figure that out, I can't think of one on the top of my head. But helping with that or having an association to help with that would be perfect. Um, Gerardo, from the TED Talk I mentioned earlier, he gave a couple tips himself. And one of them was um, he said to humble yourself about it and acknowledge that you cannot pronounce it. Because acknowledging it is always the first step. You hear that for everything. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge that you can't pronounce it. And then that will kind of kick you in gear and you need to go, oh, wow, I really do need to fix that. Another tip he gave was to kind of get in their business and correct others who mispronounce it. So if you're hearing um, your students' classmates or people out on the playground when you're walking out there, if you hear them mispronouncing it, 
you need to correct them. It's your responsibility to correct them. It's your responsibility to support your kids. And supporting your kids comes with the whole correct pronunciation. So make sure you tell other kids how to pronounce it correctly because if only you do and none of the kids do, they're still gonna feel not great about it. They're still gonna feel less worthy and less important and invisible. So making sure that everybody can pronounce it correctly, that is key. So that's kind of where I'm at right now with the whole pronunciation. I know when I become a teacher, which is soon, I definitely want to take these extra steps and help support my kids and make them happy about how to pronounce their names because that is something that could really, that could just put a smile on their face. One of the other things that I was reading that will be in the description, one of the kids said that she remembers going to a school and all of the kids were of people of color and minorities. And one of the kids, she asked their names and their name was ethnic. And she actually took the time to pronounce it right. And she said the kid, the entire, their face lit up. They got so happy. They're like, oh my gosh, no one has ever pronounced my name correctly. And it made them happy. And that's what you want your students to do. They, you want them to feel welcomed. You want them to feel happy. So taking those steps of asking them to tell you how to pronounce it, repeating them, saying it as much as you can, and helping with the association with it, that is so, so, so important. And that's exactly what I want to be when I'm a teacher. I want to be that important person in their life. And I want them to be comfortable around me. So with that, um, that concludes my podcast on the importance of pronouncing names correctly. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and listening to what I have to say. Name pronunciation may seem like a little thing, but trust me when I say it is huge and it, and it needs work and we need to talk about it. We don't want to be that teacher or the person who erases someone's identity because that is what a name is, your identity. You want your identity. You don't want to be erased from the world. So please, please, please learn to pronounce your students' names. Thank you.